Life Audio. Welcome to Christian Natural Health with naturopathic Dr. Lauren DeVille. Christian Natural Health is the podcast on how to get and stay healthy God's way. You'll hear topics on nutrition, exercise, sleep, avoiding toxicity, meditating on scripture, what supplements to take, stress management, defeating anxiety and worry, how to reconcile Eastern medicine approaches with Christianity, and a whole lot more. Now, here's your host, Dr. Lauren. Finding uplifting news in today's headlines is often like searching for a needle in a haystack. At the Story Behind podcast, we believe in the power of finding heartwarming tales and are happy to share empowering stories with you every week. Hear about how Steve Harvey surprised a dying man on Family Feud with $25,000. Get inspired by the note a waitress received from a patron dining alone. And even hear about how one VIP passenger made a hardworking pilot get emotional before his flight. To start listening to the Story Behind podcast, visit lifeaudio.com or search Story Behind on your favorite podcast platform. The Historical Jesus Podcast is the sweeping saga of the life and times of Galilean Jesus of Nazareth, as well as the faith, religion, and church founded to honor and disseminate his acts and teachings. Join me, Mark Vinette, on this fascinating journey through time, exploring the many great works of Christian theology, literature, architecture, music, and art inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ. Welcome back to another episode of Christian Natural Health. Today, I'm going to continue the series on apologetics with the topic of irreducible complexity. So an age-old objection to the concept of evolution is that of the blind watchmaker, and it goes like this. If a man were to find a working watch in an apparently abandoned place far from civilization, which would be more probable, that the elements all happen to combine perfectly in the wind and the heat and the rain such that a watch resulted by mere happenstance, or that another individual who had purchased the watch from an intelligent designer had been in that same place before and had simply lost it. It's popularly believed that this argument has been discredited, but I've yet to hear the actual counter-argument to refute it. Darwin himself wrote of his theory of evolution, if it could be demonstrated that any complex organ existed which could not possibly have been formed by numerous successive slight modifications, my theory would absolutely break down. In other words, any organism or component of an organism that was irreducibly complex would discredit his theory. He could say that this in his day because at the time biochemistry was entirely unknown. Author Michael Behe wrote in Darwin's Black Box that it was once believed that insects arose spontaneously from dung and spoiled food because if left to themselves for any length of time, one might go away, return, and find organic material infested with them. When small organisms were assumed to be very simple, this seemed believable. Now we know better. Even the simplest cell is unbelievably complex, akin to an incredibly efficient city in which each citizen knows and performs his job. These jobs include protein synthesis and breakdown, energy production, repair and communication within the cell and with with the outside world, not to mention complete replication of itself. The the concept of irreducible complexity, as Behe defines it, is to first determine the function of the system and all the system's components, and then to determine if all of those components are required for its function. If so, 
then by definition, that system could not have come about by gradual changes. If it did, natural selection would have no reason to select each iteration on the way to functionality because each in-between step would be at best useless and at worst fatal. The classic example of the former is the eye. Earlier iterations of this incredibly complex system could not see and thus would be useless. Therefore, natural selection would have no reason to pass on the non-functional half-formed system to future generations. An example of the latter is the clotting cascade. An intricate internal and external feedback system allows blood to clot without a runaway clotting process that might solidify all the blood in one in the body in, at once. If the system did not work at all, though, even a minor injury would cause the creature to bleed to death. Objections to the concept of irreducible complexity tend to sidestep the actual biochemical mechanisms in favor of conceptual precursors. These argue that light-sensing organs were a precursor to the eye, for instance, and did confer survival advantage and were thus passed down via natural selection. But since tiny steps cannot be demonstrated by which the one evolved into the other, this is a conceptual rather than a physical precursor, much like, as Behe argues, a bicycle might be a precursor to a motorcycle. The former is a much simpler means of transportation on wheels, but you can hardly make small, slight modifications to a bicycle and turn it into a motorcycle from the pre-existing components of the bicycle. Even if one were to bring in outside parts to assemble, intermediate phases would still be utterly useless until the whole upgrade were complete. That scenario wouldn't represent evolution anymore, but something else altogether, something called punctuated equilibrium. The theory of punctuated equilibrium tries to rescue evolution from both the quandary of irreducible complexity as well as the absence of fossil intermediates, which Darwin had predicted we'd be swimming in by now if his theory were correct. The theory proposed by Niles Eldridge and Stephen Jay Gould in 1972 holds that evolution occurs in large jumps rather than tiny small changes. This theory reminds me of the deus ex machina literary device, and then the gods came down and fixed everything, only not God, you understand. In literature, this device is considered a cop-out. Authors employ it only when they have no idea how to fix the mess they've created. But that's not the case in science, apparently. So thanks for joining me for that next installment on this, and I hope this has been entertaining and informative for you. Hey there, it's Nicole Eunice from the How to Study the Bible podcast, and I'd love to invite you to join us as we weekly discover a passage of God's Word together. From beginning to end, from principles to practicals, we are here to make sure that God's Word is powerful and relevant to your life. If that sounds like something you're looking for, I would love to invite you to subscribe. You can go to lifeaudio.com and search How to Study the Bible, and we'll see you there. Thanks for listening to Christian Natural Health. This show is run by you, so please write in with topic and guest suggestions for future shows. For more great content, subscribe to Dr. Lauren's blog at www.drlaurendeville.com or follow her on Facebook or Twitter at Dr. Lauren Deville. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to share it with your friends and give us a five-star rating in iTunes. It really helps us to stand out so other people can discover great content as well. Have a great week and God bless you. Looking for ways to stay positive? Brighten your day with the free story behind podcast. Hear weekly short stories that showcase true joy, love, and hope. Listen now at lifeaudio.com or by searching for Story Behind wherever you get your podcasts.